Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast. Each week, we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime and just whatever else happens to pop into our heads. Just a quick reminder, we are an E for explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex. How's it going? It's going. It's going. How are things with you? It's going good. Austin, our other co-host, how's it hanging? Hang in there. Like that motivational poster of the cat. Aw, that's Aww. a classic. Sorry, I'm off my game today and every other day of my life. It's okay. It's okay. It's why we play the game of life. You don't always have to be on it. You just gotta try. Oh my gosh. Did you guys ever play the game of life computer game? No. Holy crap. From like the 90s, really? No. Okay, this soundbite like lives in my head rent free. Whenever somebody says the game of life and then I think about the game... You hit the taxes due, like a bad square, whatever, and it's like, ooh, taxes due, and then it takes all your money. But we all make mistakes, just like the government when they found out they owed me money. Uh, we are not immune to mistakes either. Uh, Austin, <laughs> what is your <laughs> what is your uh, thing you want to spill here? All right, time for our corrections and omissions segment. Ooh. That's new. I have an entire sticky note of things. Can you see that? Wow. I'd just like to apologize for the last episode where my audio was all fucked up. I don't know what caused that to happen. It was just my new laptop, and I guess I don't have the settings right. What is Alex trying to say? Back up. Oh, I was trying to secretly I was trying to secretly signal you to back up off of the mic because I think your back mouth Back up off the mic. There you A go. Close. There you go. Is that better? Better. better. Corrections. What are they? I'm curious because I never make a mistake. Okay. In the previous episode, I made a mistake in which I said that grass type was a physical type and that it made sense that Wobbuffet could counter it. I was mistaken. Grass type moves were all special at the time. So Wobbuffet using counter on the grass type moves that Chikorita used was incorrect at the time, but would be correct now. That's interesting. Hmm. Isn't that fucking wild? That is fucking wild. I didn't realize that. You know what else is fucking wild? What? Sylvester's dad, the charcoal man, was not actually his dad. He was just his boss in the Japanese version. Wait, isn't oh. that true in the game as well? Yes, it was only in the four kids dub that he was his father. But doesn't it make more sense that it's his father? Yes, it does. Okay. I don't know. The, the mistreatment is better if it's his boss. I mean, unless you're, like, you know, emotionally and psychologically damaged by your parent, which happens in real life. All right, other corrections. Alex pointed out that on episode, I believe, 21 oh of God. Out of the Drying Man, she referred to maracas as macarenas. That's embarrassing. And then I did the same thing, because I just heard her, and I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And I just kept on going with it. Hey, Macarena. I was listening to our old episodes because why not? I was feeling nostalgic. And at some point I said the word Brock's Macarenas. And Austin just, we, we sat there and started talking about Brock's Macarenas for like five minutes. And I was really embarrassed. So so if you heard that in 2021 and didn't say anything, 
Shame on you. We gladly will take any feedback. <laughs> if we make a mistake or we misspeak, please let us know. We want to know. It's your fault, audience. It really is. Leave five stars. My uh, my last thing is I like to formally apologize to the Goofy movie. I thought about it and I realized I was being <gasps> too harsh to the Goofy movie. Finally, come to your senses, Austin. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. Did you? I know. Did you rewatch it, or did you just like think about it deeply? Oh, I just like devoted like three days, you know, meditated on it for a while. And I was like, I think I was being a bit too mean on that goofy movie. What was your criticisms of it? I don't even remember. Some bullshit. I was probably in a bad mood. Thanks for that, Austin. That was. I'm so glad that you have finally realized the beauty and majesty of that movie. Hey, Macarena. All right, so Austin. That's it for corrections and omissions. That's it. Okay. I'm back next week where we correct every other mistake we've ever fucking made. Can I also throw out a correction? I just want to say I'm sorry for every time, which I don't know specifically, but every time, which I'm sure there's a lot, that we've said, oh, we'll tell you about this next week and follow up on that next week. And then we never do. Sorry about all that. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Newsflash. If we don't continue it, it's not important. It probably didn't, right. even, conti- it probably didn't even continue. Good. That's not bad. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more out there we haven't found, but for, you know, 93 episodes, only a sticky note full of mistakes. I'll take it. I'll give it to us. That we know of. We do it live, (laughs) and we don't have a script, if that wasn't obvious. We don't plan these ahead of time. We just word vomit. What have we done this week? Uh, Who wants us to go first? Alex. Well, I, I don't know. This last past week has been... It's been a weird vibe because it's been a Buddy Holly and Zombies kind of week for me, which is a super weird combination, I know. Buddy Holly and Zombies. Like, I don't know. I've just been kind of in like a 1950s mood because I was thinking about the Barbie movie and that's exciting and that's coming up in July. And then, I don't know, then I kind of got into like a Buddy Holly mood and I've been listening to Buddy Holly all week. And then I was like, hmm, but what else could I do besides this? I know, Zombies. So then I started playing The Last of Us. Oh. As I listened to Buddy Holly. I don't know, it's so it's just bizarre. What are you playing on? What system? Your PS4? Is that what you got? Good old PS4. First one? Like, is this the remake you're playing, or is it like the what I don't even know. There's like five different versions of this game. Came out on PS3 first, right? Yes, as far as I know. So it's a little bit I'm still a little bit confused because So when I originally bought my PlayStation 4 years ago, it came with the digital download code for The Last of Us Remastered. Okay. And I never played it. All these years later, I never played it. Obviously, there's big hype around the show on HBO. And I watched a few episodes, I think up until the Bill and Frank episode. But I was like, you know what? Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should play the game first. So that's what I've been doing. I went back. And then I know they have... They remade the entire game. They have Last of Us Part 1, which I think is PS5 only, if I'm not mistaken. And then they also have the sequel, which came out in 2020, which is The Last of Us Part 2. But I think that is for PS4, which is confusing. So it's like, why is Part 1 only for PS5 and Part 2 is for PS4? I'm going to Google The Last of Us Part 2 for PS5. I looked it up. Alex is right. So I'm... I think part two is for PS4 and PS5, but for some reason, part one is only for PS5. Because to tie in with the HBO show. 
honestly the only real difference well i know there's like graphical differences like the dual shot controller or dual sense i suppose is the new one like that's a, a lot different and more dynamic but i'm okay with the remastered version it looks fine i mean it looks a little old and, and dated but it's a great game i i stopped playing last night at two o'clock in the morning because i just couldn't tear myself away from it and I ended off on a chapter which something shocking happened and I, literally my mouth was open. I was like, <gasps> but I'm easily entertained. So, <laughs> so you're going to, are you going to finish this and go to part two? Or are you going to just like, how far along are you on this one? Um, I think I'm about halfway through based on what I looked up as far as like the chapters. No spoilers, but um, I think I'm about halfway Oh, nice. Did you ever get the cert- like sudden urge to go try like cordyceps? <laughs> cordyceps. Go to the store and buy some and be like, let me see if this does what it, they say it does. I'm going to pop a few. Can't you? I'm pretty sure you can buy it as a supplement, right? Yeah, they sell it. It's like tea, pills. You can you can buy it. Yeah. Different kinds, too. You know, of all like the zombie, like, okay, I know Walking Dead is a really good game. Like Telltale's Walking Dead is one of the very, well, it's one of the only video games that have ever made me legitimately cry. Like tears, tears coming down my face cry. So good. But I think, like, a cordyceps fungus virus, like, bacteria type of thing in real life doesn't seem that far-fetched, does it? It kind of creepy. Well, ants do it all the time. Like, this is a real-life thing that they copied it after. Like, those ants oh, that I know. get it, and then they go up top of the tree and let the birds eat them, and then the birds eat mm-hmm. them, and, they, and then the birds poop, and then it spreads it even more. Also, my fan fiction that one time. Oh, Mask of the Red Death. <laughs> anything else alex nope that's it that's it austin i also have been watching zombie media depending on if you consider evil dead to be zombies are deadites zombies no 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 no. they're not zombies they're possessed there's a difference but are they corpses moving around i don't know they're 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 demonically possessed i don't know if that counts as like a corpse regardless They were going to bring Ash vs. Evil Dead off of Netflix, and I never got around to finishing it, so I finished the last season of a half of it. And then I went with a friend to go see Evil Dead Rise in theaters. So a lot of Evil Dead all at once. There's a theme between you two this week with, like, the horror. I don't know. (laughs) Going on. We didn't discuss this at all, either. It just kind of happened. I didn't know you went to go see Evil Dead Rise. (laughs) Not that, I mean, that looked way too intense for me, but. But on lighter news, I'm babysitting a dog for a while. Yay! Say hello to Popcorn. Can you see her? Hi, Popcorn! Popcorn! She's an old girl. She's 12. Oh. Jacob, how was your week? Nothing too exciting. I'm progressing towards my goal, set a video game goal for myself, to get 100 hours in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh. Yeah, I know, it's kind of lame, but... No, Jacob, it's your goal. It's your goal. I just can't play that game. I get killed immediately. Well, you got to be good at it. Well, I'm not. To accompany this journey that I'm on, this goal, 100 hours. No, I bought an Xbox Series X Majesty Pro Bone uh, controller. Ooh. I don't even know if that's what it's called. I don't even know what, what are we on? I mean, like, with the Xbox. Good question. Xbox Series 1X Pro Elite series x i actually have this memorized oh god i have this memorized okay here's my party trick 
Okay, the first one, the first Xbox is the X and the box. The second one is 2X, 2Box. The third one is the X and the box, Tokyo Drift. Oh my god. The fourth one is X and box. The fifth one is X5. The sixth one is X and box 6. Okay. Keep going, keep going. The seventh one is box 7. The eighth one is the X8 of the box. Oh my god. And then the ninth one is X9, the box saga. Wait, no, it's X9, the X saga. Is that right? You're asking us? I don't don't know. know. I (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember. I don't even know either. I don't know. I got a controller. It's a good controller. It's red. I like the color of it. The 10th Fast and Furious film is called Fast X. So in my allegory, the console would be called the XX. X. The XX. XX. Roman numeral 10. X. PS1. PS2, PS3, PS4, PS5. So we have we have linear progression. Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Series X One, Xbox S, Xbox Series Pro. Oh my god, my brain. (laughs) Which one do you buy? Okay, which one okay, real real question, legitimate question, because I now I'm confused. Which one is the newest version, iteration? Oh my god, let's check this out. Xbox Series X? Is that right? They actually have a, a guide on the, on the Microsoft a guide? Web. There's a guide. Um, it's oh called like the god newest Lord. models. Okay, the newest one is Xbox Series X. Okay, that's okay. like... Whew. That's the one my controller's for, I think. kind of looks like it. But then there's the Xbox Series S. That's the smaller version of it. That's digital, right? That's yeah. That's digital only. Please, Microsoft, for the love of God, please. Next time you make a console, which I know won't be for several years, think really critically about the name that you give it. Please, I'm begging you. The Xbox Series isn't badly priced though. It's like two fifty, two seventy nine. I'm sorry if I offend anyone with by saying this, but you fall into the trap of digital only which I personally could never do. Yeah. All the servers crash one day. Can't access your games. I have another Fast and Furious update. Yes. This is a quote from Vin Diesel on why there will be a final Fast and Furious movie. They'll never end. That's a lie. Anyway. All right. To quote Vin, what gets harder about the films is the work off screen. The thinking, the expanding. It's hard to continue mythologies. There's a reason why Tolkien stopped writing after a while. I thought he Is it died. Because he died? Yes. <laughs> what? Famously, Tolkien famously had so many unpublished, unfinished works because he died. Vin, I don't think that that has the impact that you wanted it to have. Maybe but... he meant exactly what he said. I don't think the Fast and the Furious continuity is comparable to the works of Middle Earth, but whatever. They're going to be using walkers by the last time the movie comes around. <laughs> it's going to be the, walk- the walking and the furious. I live my life a staircase at a time. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know about the quarter mile at a time thing until I saw that movie recently. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm out of the loop. You got to live your life one <laughs> quarter mile at a time. I think I said that in a job interview once. It was either a job oh interview or the, or the first time I met <laughs> someone. I was like, they're like, you know, what do you... <laughs> what do you really do something in life and i was like you know when i'm out i think i was lifeguarding and i was like 
You know, and I'm out there garden. Nothing matters. Not the rent. Not the bills. Not my next <laughs> meal. I'm just out there trying to save one more life at a time. You know, I lift my life one guarding at a time or something like that. It, it worked. I got the job. So, boom. Thank you, Wonderful. Vin. <laughs> life lessons with Vin Diesel. Okay, That's first right. of all, I can't believe you have that memorized. Second of all, I can believe you have it memorized. Third of all, let's watch the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's never going to end. The series is never going to end. Because they had the spinoffs with um, Jason Statham. And Shaw. And, uh, yeah, and The Rock that Vin got mad about. I remember that. It's about family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breaking up the family. God, you know what's hard like a rock? No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Uh, turtle shell. That's what I was going for there. Okay. I don't know. Cause... What? <laughs> Jacob, when he sees Vin Diesel, I guess. <laughs> That's right, yeah. His chromium, that dome. I mean, on his head. That's what I mean. Just like a, a turtle I'm shell. A, oh, just like a turtle shell, because this week... Episode starts off about Squirtle, which is a turtle. Let me try again. Let me try again. Okay. And, no, no, no. In the Fast and Furious, when they press the NOS, fire comes out of the muffler. That reminds me of this week's episode called The Firing Squad. There's fire there. Ten out of ten. Perfect. All right, let me try again. All right, in Hobbs and Schraub, there's a fire. (laughs) (laughs) They have to call the fire department to put it out, but they can't put the fire out. They should have had the squirtles there. Uh, this episode this week are the Firing Squad, and I got the title right here. No big whoop. The Whooper episode. Finally, it's here. All right, so the randomizer has spoken. I have the thirty-second challenge this week, followed by Austin or Alex. You get uh, sorry, Alex, you get the Firing Squad. Austin, you get no big uh, whoop. I know you wanted the Whooper episode. I have no notes on the Whooper episode. You wanna switch? Do you want to switch? Or... No, we're not allowed. Okay. You know what? It's free. You can change. <laughs> you can change if you want to. Nope. Nope. No, we gotta okay. abide by the law of the randomizer. It's fine. Okay. You know, at one point, the concept of this podcast was gonna be a randomizer decides a random number from like one to a thousand, and we watch that respective episode of Pokemon and discuss it each week. Oh. That would not have gone well. Nah. I'm ready whenever. I got the 30-second summary, so I'll shoot it. I can't, I can't yeah. do it because... All right. I, I wait. I, okay. I got this. <laughs> I've read, my computer doesn't do it either, so... All right. Timer. Wait, no. Sorry. No. Stopwatch. Okay. In three, two, one, go. All right. So we're heading to Goldenrod. Hey, now. And Ash, before we get there, though, we got to stop by a little place here. And Ash, we start off with Ash singing back his Tauros to refresh her oak, and he doesn't get Heracross back, so Heracross is gone for good. Going down the road a little bit, we see Captain Aiden with his Team War Turtle team. And another Squirtle show up, and this is big battle to who see who can set out fires really quick. And Aiden winds up battling his former Squirtle squad, but our Squirtle leaves to join this Squirtle squad to win the championship. I didn't like this title of this episode. It, it makes it seem like Ash fires Squirtle. Or he, like, executes him. 
Yeah, what was that too? Egg executes him. <laughs> not what I meant. But yeah, that's it was weird. It was like it was a peaceful mutual agreement to leave, but it, the title I thought there was going to be something go down. Ash was not even sad, just saying it. Didn't even shed a single misty-eyed tear. No emotion, just bye Squirtle, have fun. He never really cared for Squirtle too much. This is true. Which is ironic since it was his first choice. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, all the way back in episode one. Oh, how the turntables. Anyway, I'm doing this episode, right? I guess. Okay. All right. So (laughs) we're on the way to Goldenrod uh, indefinitely traveling. How long does it fucking take? I don't know. But we've stopped at a Pokemon Center, uh, like Jacob said, and Ash sends back Tauros to Professor Oak after the quote unquote big battle, which lasted like three seconds the last episode that big tauros brouhaha yes jacob correction i never said pokemon center i'm gonna before the audience jumps on us in the 30 second summary challenge i just said a place i just uh applied that to your your summary there yes they're in a place that place is the pokemon center ash gets rid of tauros because fuck tauros i guess we don't get to see anything cool ever uh, Heracross is there. He's licking Professor Oak's arm for some His reason. His armpit. Which is really disturbing. Y'all, I was joking about Professor Oak having sex with Heracross. I'm not joking anymore. Like, is he just, like, boinking all of Ash's Pokemon? Because I feel like this is common. <laughs> this thing's a predator. Like, Muck, Tauros. He, and he doesn't really give him a good reason for wanting to have him back. He's just like, no. hey, can I keep it longer? It's a fascinating research subject. And Professor Oak is learning a lot. That's all he says. To Heracross, everyone's a green light. Anyway, um, yeah, and Ash doesn't see anything wrong with this, so he's like, sure, Professor, take Heracross, do whatever you want. I will. I will. <laughs> no, Heracross, you do everything Professor Oak tells you to do now. That's exactly what he says. Verbatim, exactly. Repulse. I was, I was about to throw up watching that scene. Did you have a visceral reaction? I really I did. did. So we get a lineup of Ash's current team, which is really pathetic and sad because we've got Pikachu, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Chikorita, and Cyndaquil. Literally five first stage starter Pokemon, technically. Well, Pikachu's there, but it's also a starter. This is a... Honestly, you guys, I was thinking this might... Has he ever had a worse team? Like, ever? Like, I think at this current moment, his team sucks. I can think of a worse team. I mean, when he started... Oh, he always had Pidgeotto, though. Pidgeotto was always cool. Right now, he's just got starters, and that's it. He has a procession of plushies following him around. It's it's really... I, I was thinking that when we saw the panned like shot, you know, panning past all the Pokemon. It was like, okay, this is all the merchandise. Like, all the cute little plushie toys, all represented right here. And he's got, he's got powerhouses on his team. He's got Muck, he's got Tauros, he's got Heracross, he's got... Well, Pidgeotto's dead somewhere. Uh, he's got Charizard. He's got all these cool Pokemon. Rip Heracross. R.I.P. Never to be seen again. So Brock hits on Nurse Joy and weirds her out majorly because she actually physically recoils in disgust. And she runs away after mentioning that she's got to go examine the Pokemon in the Pokemon Center to make sure they're in fighting shape for the Fire and Rescue Grand Prix competition that's going on currently in town. Was this an annual competition that they just happened to be in town for? They don't say it. It's implied, though. It is because remember they say Aiden wins it every year. Oh my gosh, you're oh, right. Damn it! It's another annual competition. 
Oh, you guys are right. Okay. Yep. So we're in town again on the perfect day at the perfect time for this competition. And what it is, it's a firefighting competition. And I guess these teams compete to see who can put out different scenarios with their fire fastest. And Ash decides to enter and he's going to help himself to Misty's team without even asking her because Misty just exists to be at Ash's beck and call, I suppose. At no point does he consider calling in Kingler for this oh my gosh, firefighting competition. You're right. <gasps> he uses Psyduck instead. Misty Psyduck. It's the plush happy hour. Imagine how cool a Kingler plushie would be, though. There's a giant one. Let me see. Giant Kingler. You're going to find Gigantamax Kingler. Yep, it's at the Pokemon Center. You are right. I can't believe he didn't even consider Kingler for one second. Even I, I, I loathe to admit I also forgot about Kingler. I'm so sorry, Kingler. Anyway, so as they're discussing this competition, they are interrupted by a familiar face, which, well, may or may not be familiar because if you don't remember shit like I do, I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Aiden is here. Captain Ahab. Yeah, so for all the normal people out there without memory problems, he was in the Orange Islands with the War Turtle. He's here to win, to, or to maintain his title, I should say, of the Grand Prix champion. They also see another familiar face back from wherever they were. They were in, like, gun-toting town. Like, Ash had a bunch of shotguns in his face at one point at the saloon. Oh, yeah. that's right, in the Wild West. Yes, while well, Officer Jenny is here with the Squirtle Squad. Yay, the Squirtle Squad. Any thoughts on the Squirtle Squad? Not on the Squirtle Squad, but what makes me a little upset is Aiden can get from the Orange Islands to where we're at right now in like two days. We'll give him that. And we can't make it to Goldenrod City or anywhere without like, you know, months in between. They're taking the scenic route. They have to stop everywhere they possibly can. This is a heck of a scenic route. Yes, it is. And I like the, the robes. I like the robes that the Squirtle Squad wears. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're cute, of course. Well, in order to enter this competition, because Ash has missed the deadline for the entry, Aiden, you know, what's a little little uh, nepotism? No big deal, right? So Aiden calls in a good word with the, I don't know, event organizers, I guess, and gets Ash a spot on the competition. In the Pokemon world, you can just be a firefighter if you know the right people. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm sorry. I just have to I have to say this. I have to point this out. Was was I the only person that thought that Aiden and Jenny had a thing? They absolutely had a flirtation going on. Mm-hmm. A palpable sexual tension. Oh, yeah, they were fucking. I mean... I don't know if they were, but they definitely were going to after this competition. They're fucking after the episode ends, yes. They had prolonged shots on both of their faces, like, staring at each other. I was like, all right, get a room. I'm sure the Pokemon Center has plenty. They're adults. They can afford rooms. Yeah. In actual hotels. They don't have to stay in the, the hostel, the Pokemon Center hostel. So Team Rocket's there, they are looking through the window as they do, and they're scheming on how to steal all the Pokemon, because why not? So they begin their practice session, they're doing team warm-ups, doing target shooting, but the Squirtle Squad is directionless, they're all over the place, they have, they have no idea what they're doing. 
the War Turtle Squad is totally acing this. The Squirtle Squad can't even hit one target. So Ash's Squirtle decides he's got to step in as team leader and get them to unify their efforts. And just like magic, they're able to pull it together and hit all the targets perfectly. How many people have died since the, our main Squirtle <laughs> has left the Squirtle Squad? Oh I mean, they're ridiculous. They are ridiculous. They're not even shooting the building that's on fire. They're missing left, right. I mean, how many people oh, have gosh. unfortunately perished because our Ash stole the Squirtle from the Squirtle Squad? I mean, Denny kept saying they have like performance anxiety. They're like, she's like, Squirtles, what's wrong with you? You're not doing so good today. So maybe this isn't a common thing. Maybe this is just because they're embarrassed to be in front of a crowd, in front of the War Turtles. I liked how the main Squirtle stepped on all the other Squirtles' tails. Like, that was deserved. I, that was satisfying. Get your shit together, Squirtle Squad. Exactly. Squirtle's gonna tell you what's what. Which works, because they are able to get all the targets and decide that they're able to enter the competition. In this competition, they have different scenarios. They have, like, these model houses built in the middle of the arena where they set them on fire and they have to put them out. Whoever can do it fastest gets... A certain amount of points in a certain amount of time. Ash tries to have his team, which consists of Pikachu, Squirtle, Staryu, and Psyduck. He tries to get them to compete, which <laughs> <laughs> doesn't go so well because we got Pikachu who is doing a sand attack, which I don't know. That's kind of cute. It's creative. Yeah, it is creative. I thought this was only a water Pokemon competition, but apparently not because there's a he's up against a, the Muck team, I think, which is just a team of four Mucks, which makes sense because you can smother the fire. Ash could have called in his Muck. I know. He could have had Kingler and Muck and aced this whole thing. Oh, well. Instead, we get Staryu who tries to murder Psyduck by shooting <laughs> him directly into the fire. I think Staryu legitimately was like, how can I get away with murder and not be suspected? Staryu was surprised because Staryu had a little, like, sweat drop of, which was cute, I thought. Because nobody, everybody was watching. Unfortunately, he he couldn't just discreetly go right into the fire and Psyduck right. would have burned up and everybody would have been like, where's Psyduck? Oh my god. Well, let's think about it from Psy- Staryu's perspective. Staryu used to be Missy's beloved Staryu, but then Psyduck and Togepi came around and then that fucking drug-dealing polywag and now Staryu's Fair trying enough. to get some revenge. He should have killed Togepi while I was at it. <laughs> Where on earth was Poliwag? That's a good question. Yeah, Poliwag wasn't there and Psyduck was. It doesn't make... Okay, aside from that one bit, like Staryu punching Psyduck into the fire with the water gun, that was it. That was literally like the one second of comic relief and that was it. So, I don't know. We had a lot of other options, but I guess the writers decided they had to make that joke. So, they lose predictably to the muck team and now it's the squirtle squad's turn and there's y'all hear that yes i heard that (laughs) my dog is just howling (laughs) i thought that was a tornado alarm there's there's sirens it sounds like that there's sirens going off at something else and pancake's just howling (laughs) oh she's howling along yeah every time there's sirens she howls that's just, that's fortuitous. That's exactly at the right time. Fire truck goes Thank by. God, there's an emergency situation happening right now. Maybe it's not an emergency. Maybe they're just trying to get through traffic. Firefighters, not cops. Do, I, you don't think the firefighters abuse their sirens? 
Sorry to all of our firefighter listeners out there. (laughs) (laughs) Look, okay, wouldn't you just once, like if you were stuck in traffic on the major highway and nobody was going anywhere, don't you ever just have a little tiny part of you, like the little devil on your shoulder that would be like, if you could get away with like turning on a siren and getting through this, would you? No, I would not do that because it's unethical. No. No. Okay. Maybe that's just the, the bad, bad part of me coming out. I don't know. I would be tempted to, but it's like when I play a video game and I try to be a bad guy, I would catch myself right before I flick the switch and just be like, ah, I, I'm scared to do this. I'll get caught. Exactly. I can never play a bad guy in a game. It's almost like the call of the void, you know? Like if you're in real life and you just, you have these like intrusive thoughts where it's like, what if I just did this? And then, you know. Okay, so Squirtle Squad is competing in the Grand Prix. Well, the Squirtle Squad... They have anxiety. Yes. Because of intrusive thoughts. Yes. They have all kinds of intrusive thoughts, like, what if we just walked right into this fire and... Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're doing so badly, I don't know. (laughs) That's awful. That's the best ever. God, could you imagine seeing that? (laughs) They just, like, form a chain. Squirtle Squad. Like, they couldn't and, take it anymore. They just ar- lock arms. They just lock arms and they just fall. <laughs> I think I've officially fucking lost it. All right. Um, yes. You have. <laughs> oh, I'm all sweaty now. Me too. I'm like, Ooh. Just like if you were standing. so funny. Just like if you were standing close to a fire, you'd be sweaty. So that's why I'm sweaty. Anyway, so the Squirtle Squad is having a major anxiety moment they can't compete they're super nervous they trip all over each other into a giant squirtle pile and lose the match poor squirtles anyway so somehow now ash is allowed to interrupt this entire competition run out there on the field get pikachu to shock the squirtles back to reality get your shit together and take over as the team leader and send his squirtle out there to completely knock jenny out of the way and say all right, this is what you got to do. I don't know how he's allowed to... Cheating. He is cheating blatantly right out in the open. I don't know how he's allowed to do this. There's no security out there, too. It's like when a streaker runs out in a <laughs> soccer field game. Nobody's there to tackle him. Anybody could just jump and run onto the field. This is... <laughs> I mean, this is Captain Aiden's competition we're talking about, and he already got Ash into the competition as it was. So there's... It's a free-for-all. There's no rules. It's the Wild West. Anything goes. Let's just set the stadium on fire and see who puts it out first. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's happening. So, Asha Squirtle runs out there, takes over, they win. Amazing. But, unfortunately, their victory is short-lived because Team Rocket busts out of the ground in their giant fire hydrant mecha thing and captures all the Pokemon. Oh, no. Then, Squirtle, everybody's standing there slack-jawed as Team Rocket is spraying fire all around killing all the audience members because they literally (laughs) they do a a zoom out shot like a wide shot of the whole arena and you can see team rocket and their flamethrowers that's the word i'm looking for and they're flamethrowering the audience people are on fire it's awful they've murdered hundreds and we have a police officer there and a fireman and they're standing there doing nothing jenny doesn't call in her backup the police don't come none of that happens instead squirtle has to single-handedly decide he's had enough of this shit so he runs out there and single-handedly wrecks the robot 
He skull bashes his way into the cockpit, murders Team Rocket right there, and then saves all the Pokemon. Which is admittedly a cool showing. It is really cool because this is, as we know, spoiler alert, Squirtle's final hurrah. After all this stuff happens, Team Rocket blasts off again. Ash is like, wow, Squirtle, that was super impressive. And I know what you need to do. And that is stay with the Squirtle squad because clearly they need a leader. They're directionless. You're the guy for the job. And he does. So he they do the final competition against Captain Aiden and the War Total team. And they end up winning by a whole two seconds. Yay. The competition is over. The Squirtle squad is the new reigning champions. And now we have the moment that we've all been dreading, which is our goodbye, sad goodbye moment. I've not been dreading this. I'm sorry. Squirtle hasn't done shit in a long time. Bye, That's Squirtle. not Squirtle's fault. It's the writer's fault. Actually, well, none of them really have been doing much. Bulbasaur really hasn't either. Because we got to focus on those Johto Pokemon. So we get a touching moment where Squirtle says goodbye. I really like this part. I know it was really brief. But Squirtle goes up to, he says goodbye to Cyndaquil, like, okay, see you later, bye Chikorita, see you around. Whoever the fuck you guys are, I don't know you. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we've, we've known each other all five seconds. But he gets to Bulbasaur at the end, and they have a little moment, and it's so cute. I would have been very disappointed if there wasn't some sort of acknowledgement on Bulbasaur and Squirtle being, like, bros. They're best buddies! It's so, oh, I mean, I know, honestly... Part of me was like, oh, I wish they had a little bit more. But then I'm like, no, that was all it needed to be, you know, just an acknowledgement of like their friendship. So Bulbasaur shakes his hand with a little vine. The way the music stops as it pans over to Bulbasaur. I know. And there's like a moment of silence between them. The music made everything about that scene. Like it was so good. We had the, the music kind of stopped. They had their little moment. Then we get the touching montage of memorable squirtle moments which is set to a swelling orchestral arrangement as he rides off into the sunset i i skipped it i always skip yep, those yep, things yep i yep. know you i knew you Why? would it was the so hell of them. good that's what, I was about, that's what i was about to say i was about to jump in and i was like i just i just ran over it why do you always skip the orchestral montages i don't want to cry i actually thought it wasn't a very good montage it was a lot of like battle moments and i'm like why, why don't they give us like the comedic moments and like just hanging out kind of stuff. That would have been better. It should have been a longer montage for sure. There there were more Squirtle and Bulbasaur moments or funny Squirtle moments than they showed, but Right. But they got some good there was some good stuff, but it was a lot of like falling asleep from Butterfree sleep powder. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't watch it. What would be your favorite your favorite Squirtle moment? Oh god. Squirtle's not very memorable, I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't put me on the spot like this. I I, I do that, uh, but I can't think of one either, so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. He was a lot cooler before he met Ash. Ash doesn't really utilize Squirtle. So Squirtle rides off into the sunset in Officer Jenny's little sidecar on her motorcycle, never to be seen again. Except not really. It's okay. Skip ahead. When do we see Squirtle next? What's the next? Uh... I think the Johto League. Okay. We don't have a Pidgeotto situation here. Squirrel's gonna come back, you guys. Don't worry. All right. He's gonna save Ash from the illusion Entei. Ooh. Oh my god, the movie. I can't wait. Coming soon. All righty. Well, that's about it. Squirtle is gone. So now we're down to Pikachu, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, and Bulbasaur. I think I know who's on the chopping block next. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Pikachu. 
Definitely. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our most viable player, our least viable player, and our quotes. Uh, Alex, you got the first. Austin, you go second, and then I'll wrap up with third. You know, shockingly, I don't really have a whole lot of quotes, so let me buy some time. I'll just start with my MVP, and I'm going to give it to Squirtle because he does that really dope skull bash, pew, directly into the cockpit of the mecha machine robot, and I thought it was really neat. Anyway, so... Yep, Squirtle MVP, and also it's his last episode for now, so until next time, Squirtle. All right, LVP, I'm going to give it to Team Rocket for killing and maiming hundreds with their flamethrower. <laughs> uh, all right, my quote, which I don't really have. Okay, so I'm just going to say, it, I'm going to give it to Officer Jenny for the part when Team Rocket appears and Jenny screams out, you're under arrest for disturbing a public event. Not because they're putting millions of people at risk with their flamethrower or doing anything other. Millions of people. Millions of people. They're going to porch all of Johto. That's why she's arresting them. Because they're disturbing a public event. Not because they're being dangerous. My MVP will be Aiden and Jenny for their electric sexual chemistry. And my LVP will be Professor Oak and Heracross for their horrifying sexual chemistry lvp to austin for taking four <laughs> people you took you took one of mine i don't you care taking another just just go for I don't it have a, i don't have a quote <laughs> god lee well i thought it was a good parallel that was good god lord i'm like i'm like a orphan child that's got to eat the scraps over here yep. god, lee. and my quote will be the announcer when the squirtle squad trips and falls all over each other the announcer says, the challengers are in a heap of trouble. <laughs> Get it? They're in a heap of trouble. Ah. Yeah. Okay, Jacob. Right. Good luck, Jacob. Jeez uh, almighty. I'm going to give my MVP to the people who set the houses on fire in the stadium. That was a nice controlled burn. There was no one in danger. Uh, the setup was pretty safe, except for people being able to bum rush the stadium and Team Rocket breaking in. But good for those people. Uh, my LVP, I'm going to give it to the fans who got burned. Uh, they didn't want that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't. All right. Half of them at least didn't. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my quote uh, comes from Ash. Uh, after they lose, he says, we blew that one. You did, Ash. You did blow that one. So that's it. Thanks for leaving me nothing. That's the way the game is played. Yeah. The, it's all right. The rule is you know. there are no rules. Remember, it's it's kind of a competition. Remember, we haven't done, we haven't been competitive about it in a while. How can you be competitive when it's literally ordered? <laughs> <laughs> it's strategic, you guys. It's like I don't know chess. Okay, whooper time. Whooper time. time. I'm gonna preface this 30 second summary challenge by stating that if it goes over 30 seconds, let it continue. Okay. Okay. Oh God, what's this gonna be? I'm excited. All right, Jacob, are you ready? All right. Let's do this. All right. In three, two, one. Whooper. Listen to me while I sit on my stoop and talk about the episode No Big Whoop. We have Ash and Brock, who's as dumb as a rock. They meet a girl who runs an illegal school, uses the whoopers as one big tool. Anyway, she goes away to her mom, who fell on her bomb. Ash, Misty, and Brock get a taste of the schoolhouse rock. They lose a whooper, but he's a trooper. He beats Team Rocket with his hands in his pocket. The whooper returns home and sits on his throne. 
Boom. That was actually exactly 30 seconds. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like Timing. I wasn't even going to stop you either. Like I was just going to let it go for as long as it was going to go. But it was perfect. Oh, my God. Go. Did you write that ahead of time? No, I wrote that when um, towards the end of the uh, Squirtle episode. I just sat down and wrote that. I thought it'd be cool. Wow. Okay. So, no big whoop. It's the whooper episode. The episode starts with a whooper jumping on Brock, and Brock falls off a cliff. We go down the cliff where we find Alicia, the whooper girl, who is an insane person because she's obsessed with whoopers, which, okay, fair. Whoopers are very cute. But she had the random idea that she's going to make a preschool just for whoopers. I'm sorry. Two things. One, okay, so on Instagram, which I don't post on Instagram, but my profile picture is a whooper. Okay. okay. I got questioned in real life by one of my colleagues oh that my I'm God. friends on Instagram uh... with, follows me on Instagram, which we just follow each other because I don't post anything, but whatever. They're like, what is that thing in your profile picture? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe this is just me because I don't talk about like Pokemon with my coworkers, obviously. So to be called out in real life about something Pokemon related kind of was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not ready to talk about this. So I had to try to play it cool. <laughs> and I was like, it's a, it's a whooper. And then I think I sort of- <laughs> You had to play it cool? <laughs> That's playing it cool? <laughs> It's a whooper. I didn't know what it's to say. Whoop. No. Okay. Let me back up. You should have been like, it's no big woo. It's no big woo. Okay. Just to, all right. Maybe to clarify, they knew it was a Pokemon. Like this wasn't like, what is that thing? Like in general, like what they asked me, what is that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? It's a whooper. It's a whooper. <laughs> but I don't know. Like the, just the whole idea of like being asked in real life. Like, what is that? I'm like, you know. It's a it's a Johto Pokemon. It's a Wooper. Oh, we're getting specific now. It's a water ground type. I could have gone into it, but then I was like, Alex, don't be a freak. Just say it's a Wooper and move on. And so I did. You could have been like Dexter. I mean, like, Wooper, the whatever it is, Axolotl Pokemon. Wooper has sensitive antenna that blah, 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 blah. What blah, is blah, blah. a Wooper? Like, what? I mean, like. I have no idea. The Pokemon. Like, what is. Salamander. The what Pokemon? Are we going on Bulbapedia? Is this a Bulbapedia section? Yes. Oh, my God. Somehow we can't ever get away from it on this podcast. It is the water fish Pokemon. It's not a fish. No, it's not. Oh, I got it. It's a, um, uh, I don't know how to say this. Exolotl. 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 Maybe it's A-X-O-L-O. Exolotl. It's an exolotl. Yeah. I was right. Good job, you guys. Yeah, so, I don't know. That that was my real-life whooper story. Also, to Austin's point, this girl is a crazy person because somehow she built an entire school with her bare hands by herself, just for whoopers. She has a space of land with a building with several rooms in it for the whooper preschool. Whoopers are animals. They don't need a preschool. You think, you into your preschool, you think, oh, well, trainers leave their whoopers at the preschool when they go about their day. No, these are all wild whoopers who showed up at her whooper preschool one day that she created before the whoopers were there. This is insane. I have logistical problems with this. Do we ever see them go inside the house either? Yes. Yes, they do. Okay, okay. Okay, we're going to get to that. So um, I think this girl's a fucking liar 
because this is an insane scenario, but I can't possibly imagine what she's trying to cover up. I guess she's Alex playing it cool, and she's just like, <laughs> this is my whooper play school. Totally normal. Absolutely nothing out of place here. Whoopers eat bodies. Do you think that she is a whooper wearing a human skin suit? I'm sorry, I was thinking about Men in Black and the alien that, like, I did too. You didn't have to say the that. Sugar I know water exactly where you're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your face is a little. <laughs> your face is like droopy later on in the episode. Sugar like, water. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's the vibe I got from Alicia. Is this better? <laughs> <laughs> Regar- regardless of this bizarre space we're at now, because Johto is nothing if not incredibly weird. Ash pulls out the Pokedex, and it says that Looper evolves into Quagsire, and we get a flashback to Quagsire stealing the GS ball. Wow. So that GS ball is just going to keep on showing up, I guess. Mm. So Alicia is like, okay, Roopers, now it's time for recess. Recess consists of her hitting a little tambourine as the Whoopers do a choreographed dance. How long did that take, though, to, like, <laughs> to form that sequence? That... That had to be forever. This isn't a normal everyday Saturday for you. Speaking of a normal Saturday, Alicia's mom at that moment calls on her cell phone to say, I broke my leg. This is intense. We never really get physical injury like just out there like that. Well, I have a theory, but Alicia's mom broke her leg. It's in a cast. And Alicia's mother has no neighbors who can watch out for her. And Alicia knows that her crazy ass mother has a tendency to hurt herself. Like, play down her injuries, and she's just going to hurt herself more. And Alicia's like, oh my god, I gotta go deal with my crazy mother, because no one else will deal with her. And I, I can't leave my whoopers at their whooper preschool without supervision. God knows what will happen. Do you think she tried to get her mom to move in with her? I mean, that house is pretty big. You think that would be a better scenario? Get her mom to move in with her? The whoopers are going to trip grandma up. Yeah, <laughs> whoopers are going to hurt grandma. Uh, Alicia's like, I have to go now. And the Twoops are like, okay, we'll watch the Whoopers for you. So she leaves on her motorized scooter. And the Twoops are like, how bad can a bunch of Whooper be? Smash cut. The Whoopers have escaped. And they're wrecking havoc in the building that they've let themselves into. And they are, like, eating everything and throwing shit everywhere. Pure chaos. Whoopers are a menace. So they take their little booklet that Alicia has. And they're trying to, like, convince the Whoopers to come with them. And turns out the only way to get Whoopers to obey you is to hit the tambourine. So Misty gets the tambourine. She's like, I love tambourines. Tambourine's my favorite instrument. <laughs> Fitting. Okay, I have a question. What is up with Johto and like Pokemon being controlled with like musical instruments? Like we've had the Lady Ball flute girl. We've got this tambourine whooper girl i'm sure there was another i think i'm thinking there's got to be something else was there something else well each each region has a theme that the pokemon are sensitive to like kanto was the seismic waves like remember they had that people that were shooting that uh radio station off or fm radio waves not seismic waves you mean the the hypno people yeah the pokemon lovers so they were club hypnotizing people yeah so there, it's just a theme each i thought the theme for johto was Pokemon-specific towns that throw Pokemon-specific festivals annually every day. Yeah, that's true. This is the sub-theme to that. We've got the annual festival, and then now the weird musical mind-control people. So Misty's a tambourine expert, so she gets the tambourine, and she goes, 
okay, whoopers, a jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle, and the whoopers are like, nope. But Togafi there is uh, turned out to be a prodigy of the tambourine. So Togafi takes the tambourine and rhythmically walks the whoopers back to their little pond. Metronome. That's how he knows it. Togepi has unlimited power over the whoopers. Um, but there's one whooper that's gotten away. And it's the whooper with a little heart on its chest. Hardy. Hardy, is that a thing? I don't know, but that's what I'm calling it. Okay, so Hardy, meanwhile, is scaling the 90 degree cliff. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like a goat. He's like a yeah, just like a goat. It's just running. It's like running like Mario, running up the blocks sideways. Absurd. You know what this whooper reminds me of? Do you remember Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? The blue? Uh, the ch- not blue, but cheese. Do you remember cheese? I do remember it, cheese. It acts like that. It kind of looks like it, too. Because you had, like, mac and cheese, blue cheese. I don't know. Che- cheese was more chaotic, but, like, less... Malicious than, <laughs> That's this, than true. the Whooper. That's the way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> okay, because Ash and Misty are like, we're gonna go get Hardy, we're gonna run up this cliff too. Brock, you stay here with the Whooper, and he sits there sadly hitting the tambourine softly and going whoop, 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 whoop on a loop. Oh whoop my on God. a loop. Um meanwhile, Ash and Misty have tracked down Hardy, who has found one of Melanie's Bridges that collapse when you look at it. Okay, this scene was terrifying. Yes, it was. Because they're like, oh my god, it's one of the collapsing bridges. So they go across it to get, catch Hardy. And Hardy comes over and it's like, hi, Misty, how are you? And then it starts pulling like the boards out of the bridge and throwing them asunder, leaving Misty stranded. And then she, walk, runs like away. jumping around. Like, Ash takes a step. And, like, gingerly, and so one of the planks is, like, rotted and stuff and, like, falls away. And so they're like, holy shit, this bridge, we're going to fucking die. And so what does Hardy do? Exactly like you said, Austin, he runs up and he starts jumping around on the bridge on purpose, bouncing up and down, trying to stomp these planks off of the bridge. This whooper is, like, a psychopath. Whooper is actively trying to kill them. It absolutely is. It absolutely almost fucking works because the bridge collapses with Ash and Misty hanging on for dear life. As they hang on for dear life, they say, Pikachu, you go on ahead. We'll be fine. We'll just hang out Hang in there, right? (laughs) Yep, they're hanging in there. Meanwhile, Team Rocket's barely hanging in there to life because they are starving to death. And they're foraging for mushrooms. And they think they find a giant mushroom, but it's just Wooper eating their... It's Hardy the Wooper eating their mushrooms. Which was really fucking cute. Oh my gosh, can we post a gif of the mushroom, eating the mushroom? Because I think that's like an iconic scene. I think so too. So cute! As as absolutely insane as it is. Evil. Yeah, Could be evil. why it's going crazy. Maybe the mushrooms are like making it act wild. That's yeah. why? I'm gonna see, I'm gonna Google whooper mushroom and see if that is a gif. It is, I've seen it. Oh, yep, here we go. We gotta post it. It's so... Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. A team Rocket's taken with Hardy the Whooper, and Jesse tries to catch it with her Pokeball, but it bounces right off, meaning that Whooper belongs to Alicia, so presumably all the other Whoopers belong to her as well, right? This girl has more than six Pokemon on her team. 
Well, she created an entire building just for mm. Wooper. I think that one's just hers, and the rest are there. They just follow along. This is just the one Wooper that's hers, and all the others just show up? Hardy's hers, and the rest are just wild. How is she making a profit? I don't think she is. Grants? Government subsidies? She's murdering all the passerby, feeding their bodies to the Wooper, like Jacob Saad, and stealing all their worldly possessions, and that's how she funds... No, their organs. Yeah. Their organs. Organs go for more than possessions. Oh, that's what she does. She pretends she has a mother with a broken leg and then leaves them there. And then she has Hardy the mm-hmm. Whooper lead them to the bridge. And then she collects their bodies from the river below. Yeah, did we ever? We yeah. didn't get a shot of the bottom of the rocks. Like She's actually at the bottom of the, the you know cliff with a bucket just waiting to catch it all right there. So Ash and Misty found the pile of bodies and they used it to climb back up to the cliff. Oh my god. And they find Team Rocket and blah blah blah. And then I looked down for half a second, I looked back up and Brock and Alicia were there on her bike on her scooter thing. Yes. Brock went to go get her. I guess. Okay. Turns out Hardy the Whooper is a level one hundred whooper because it single handedly grabs Weezy and Arbok and beats the absolute shit out of them. It uses wheezing as a basketball. That was, I liked how it used Arbok. It's like, what do you call a thing where you spin around circle with the thing on the rope? Shot putting? Oh, yeah. No. Well, that's, that's not the thing on the rope, but. Oh. Hammer throw or something. Hammer, Hammer throw. throw? Yeah. Well, Whooper is an Olympic athlete, but it doesn't have arms or hands in it. It is Hammer Throw. It, it Hammer throws Arbok away. Team Rocket's gone now. So all the twerps and Alicia go back to the Whooper preschool. Turns out they left Togepi in charge, and Togepi has been hypnotizing the Wooper the entire time. <laughs> okay, this is the most Togepi's gotten to done in a very long time. Okay. This is when Alicia announces, oh, my mom already got her cast off. Alicia, your mom broke her leg 20 minutes ago. That's because it's exactly like we theorized. There is no mom. There is no broken leg. This is all a ploy for her, like, murder scheme and she just went on her moped, like, a few miles down the road, sat there. She's like, okay, it should take Hardy about mm, 20 minutes to murder these kids. She was observing okay. them with binoculars the whole time. That's why she's so mad when she comes back, because they're not dead. She realized her plan wasn't working, so she just had to call it a loss, take the L, and come back. Like, All right, and then the episode's over, because I got so mad at that, that I didn't even keep taking notes after that. That was literally all That's that That's pretty happened. much the end of it. Yeah. Yep. They leave. So it's it's a preschool. How does she know when they age out? What does she do? <laughs> there is no aging out of Whooper preschool. You're they there just for stay life. there forever. <laughs> they just stay there. Well, we didn't see like Whooper University, did we? That's her. The next phase. It should have just been a boarding school or something. The preschool sounds weird. What is it called? In the Japanese version. Whooper prep. Whooper Technical College. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to Whooper Tech. MVP, LVP, in quote. Uh, Austin, followed by me, and then Alex. Oh, I have to go first? God damn it. Uh, my MVP will be Togepi for actually taking action and having agency for once. Good job, Togepi. And also for starting a little cult of Whooper. My LVP will be Alicia for the obvious reasons. And my quote would be Jesse asking Pikachu, Are you familiar with this Whooper by any chance? Oh my god. That was cute. I was like, what is that? I love how conversational <laughs> they were with Pikachu. They were just like, hello, Pikachu. Tell us, what do you know about this whooper? 
gosh, I'll give my my um, MVP. I'll give it to Brock for I don't know. I kind of he kind of just stays out of the way. This episode doesn't cause too much. I mean, he's kind of weird towards the girl, but anyway, he just kind of stays out of the way. He doesn't really help or cause any mischief, unlike Ash and Misty. My LVP, I'm going to give it to Weezing because, like Alex said, he could choose a basketball, which is like the worst thing. Poor thing. I could imagine. Yeah, just being dunked like that. It's got to feel awful, especially with all those holes. Somebody give me a quote because I don't have one. All, all I have is one quote, and I. Oh wait, I know. I, I have one. I have two actually. So I'll give you one. Okay. When Misty says, when he's like enamored with Alicia at the beginning, and Misty's like, "Come on, Brock, don't let Cupid make you stupid." Oh, there we go. That's a good one. Don't let Cupid make you stupid. All right. You are you done? You good? I'm done. And I will follow it up with my MVP, and I'll give it to Whooper. Because just look at its little face. Yes, Austin? Like this, like Hardy the Whooper? Or just like Whooper as a concept? Whooper as a concept. It's <laughs> so concept. cute. Look at its little mushroom. Oh my god, it's so cute. And also the fact that I didn't realize this, but Whooper's little like thingies that like come out of its head, they can move those around. Because the one part where they plug their ear holes, which... I thought they were their ears, but they, like, plug their ear holes when Misty's playing her tambourine. Oh, I missed that. You missed that? Oh, my God. It was so cute. She's, like, playing the tambourine really badly, and they they literally all curl their little purple antenna things in to their, like, sides of their head. And Ash is like, I don't think they like your playing very much. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look at it. Just look at it. Oh, it's so cute. And axolotls in general are cute. Oh, look at that. LVP. I'm going to also give it to Whooper because these were some homicidal whoopers. <laughs> there you go. Hardy in particular. I, okay, I don't know about the rest. I think the rest were just like just lovable kind of idiots, you know, just wreaking havoc as wild animals would do. They're just in the house eating cookies, you know, stuff like that. They weren't really causing too much damage. But this Hardy character, wow. Absolutely pure homicidal maniac, but still super cute. And my quote, the only other quote that I have, is when Jesse and James and Meowth are all in the forest, they're doing mushrooms in the woods, and Jesse is super tired of having to dig around in the dirt, and she says, I'm tired of scrounging around for food like some dirty little diglet. Duh. And I was like, okay. Yeah, they can't help it. That's what they do. Exactly. I don't know. For an episode as good as this one, there wasn't a whole lot of good quotes. Was this a good episode? Sure. I liked it. You like Whooper. I love Whooper. It's the best one so far. It was funny. I mean, it was like, I thought it was entertaining. It was clever. It was, it had just the right amount bizarre. of bizarre, bizarro weirdness for us to like make fun of it. So I love episodes like That's true. this. Yeah. Well, do you like Jigglypuff episodes? Oh, Jesus. Next week's a Jigglypuff episode with Tunnel Vision and Hour of the Hound Hour. Ooh, that one Hour might be good. Yeah, that one might be pretty good. We like to say just thank you all for listening and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. If you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is outofdrawingpan. Again, our handle is outofdrawingpan. And join us next time as the journey continues. <laughs>